0: You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. Welcome to the Truth Report. I'm Barry Nussbaum. It would seem that the protest that began with the Women's March on Donald Trump's first full day in office has now spread to the halls of Congress. We all remember the Never Trump movement, and we thought it would end with the election in November. Well, guess what? It's here as strong as ever, and has now spread to the halls of Congress. This past week, we have seen behavior by the Democrats in Congress that is unprecedented in recent political history. While in the past, cabinet nominations and the subsequent hearings in the Senate have proceeded fairly smoothly, without much political infighting, the events of the past few weeks are rewriting that history. Today's Truth Report is going to tell you the story of what is going on in both houses of Congress, and together, we will try to make make some sense out of this mess. First, history was made during the confirmation hearing for Secretary of Education nominee Betsy DeVos. After a very aggressive examination by the Senate, 100% of the Democratic members of the Senate lined up against her, along with the addition of one Republican. So half the Senators voted against the nomination, resulting in a tie vote. For the first time in American history, the Vice President was called to the Senate to place a vote to break the tie. After Vice President Pence's affirmative vote, Betsy DeVos was confirmed as Education Secretary. In the entire history of this country, there had never been an occasion where a Cabinet nominee needed to be confirmed with a vote of the Vice President. Because the Senate Could not muster 51% approval. So, why the battle over this nomination? Simply put, DeVos came to national prominence as a proponent of both school vouchers and charter schools. Both of these alternatives to traditional public education are strongly opposed by the very powerful national teachers unions and their lobbies. Keep in mind that the U.S. educational system is profoundly lagging when ranked on the world stage. In 2006, American students ranked dead last in the world, 25th out of 25 in math and science. And overall, the United States ranks 14th out of the 40 ranked countries. The top 10 countries are South Korea, Japan, Singapore, Hong Kong, Finland, United Kingdom, Canada, Netherlands, Ireland, Poland. Uh, We're farther down the list. With our past achievements so horribly non-effective, it would seem logical that somebody from outside the system with some different approaches would welcome a change. Wouldn't you think? My gosh, could anybody do a worse job? According to the Democrats in the Senate, Betsy DeVos would have been worse. Thanks to the vote of the vice president securing her confirmation, now we're going to get to find out. Second example. The nomination of Alabama Senator Jeff Sessions to be Attorney General created a similar firestorm in the Senate in spite of his lengthy reputable career in the Senate and previously as a U.S. Attorney and Attorney General of Alabama. Sessions was branded as a racist by Dems in the Senate. Numerous African-American former staff members of Senator Sessions testified that, having worked with him for years on a daily basis and watching him in office prosecuting racist groups such as the Ku Klux Klan in Alabama, he never exhibited a racist comment or behavior. Those testimonies didn't sway the Democrats in the Senate. One Democrat in particular made history during the Sessions hearings. Elizabeth Warren, the senator from Massachusetts, was silenced by the Senate and not allowed to continue speaking for the duration of the confirmation procedure due to her breaking of Senate protocol in the way she insulted Senator Sessions. As Warren was reading a 1986 letter from Coretta Scott King about Sessions, Senator McConnell of Kentucky, while presiding over the Senate, cited Rule 19, which states, quote, no senator in debate shall, directly or indirectly, by any form or words, impute to another senator or to other senators any conduct or motive unworthy or unbecoming a senator, unquote. Warren ignored the warning ignored the rule, and was then cut off for her bad behavior. In the hundred-so years of this rule, it has never been previously used like this before. Senator Marco Rubio Florida gave an overall view of the problem in the Senate with these words. I want people to think about our politics here today in America, because I'm telling you guys, I don't know of a single nation in the history of the world that's been able to solve its problems. When half the people in a country absolutely hate the other half people in that country. This is the most important country in the world. And this body cannot function if people are offending one another, and that's why those rules are in place. 3. The crazy behavior is not confined to the Senate. Check out this speech by Maxine Waters, the Democratic Congresswoman from Los Angeles. In this speech, she is justifying her previous statement that Trump should be impeached, already, for being friendly to Russian President Putin.
1: I have not called for the impeachment yet. He's doing it himself. Um, Let me just say that the statement I made was a statement in response to questions uh, and pleas that I'm getting from many citizens across this country. What are we going to do? How can a president... Uh, who is acting in the manner that he's acting, whether he's talking about the travel ban, the way that he's targeting Muslims, or whether he's talking about his relationship to Putin and the Kremlin, and knowing that they have hacked our um, DCCC and uh, DNC, and um, knowing that uh, he is responsible for supplying the bombs uh, that killed innocent children and families in um, in, um, yeah, in Aleppo. And the fact that uh, he is wrapping his arms around Putin uh, while uh, Putin is continuing uh, to advance uh, into Korea, uh, I think that he is leading himself into that kind of position where folks will begin to ask, what are we going to do? And the answer is going to be, Eventually, we've got to do something about him. We cannot continue uh, to have a president who's acting in this manner. It is dangerous to the United States of America.
0: Yes, you heard the Congresswoman correctly. She just said that because President Trump is talking to President Putin, and President Putin has invaded Korea, therefore, President Trump should be impeached. Oh my goodness. Just to clarify, President Trump has gotten rather tough on Putin over the past several weeks. And second, Russia under Putin has not invaded Korea. Maybe the Congresswoman should get a geography lesson from one of her staff members and learn the difference between Crimea and Korea. With comments such as this, is it any wonder Congress is held in such low esteem by the public? The nutty behavior by others in the anti-Trump Congress has another extraordinary example. Check out this week's speech by former Speaker of the House and now Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi.
1: Complete evidence, there's practically, we've seen nothing that we can work, that I can work with President Bush on, and I'm disappointed because I thought that there might be some interest because of what he said in the campaign, which turns out to be not true a hoax and really dangerous to the economic stability
0: (laughs) yeah you just heard the ranking member uh... the house of representatives tell america she can't get along with president bush is it amazing that no one corrects her during her speech in spite of the fact president bush has been out of office for eight plus years four the cabinet of the president of the united states is his staff. Traditionally the nominations of staff positions by the president are routinely confirmed by the Senate. The business of the the president is severely restricted without those staff members in place. At 20 days into his administration, President Obama had 13 of his 15 cabinet members chosen and confirmed by the Senate. At a similar time in the Trump administration, just six of the president's 15 staff members have been approved for their cabinet positions. Why? Why? Because the Democrats in the Senate have vowed publicly to slow down the confirmation hearings as long as possible to stop the president from moving forward on his agenda. Not only did I not make this a secret, they're bragging about it in press conferences and all over social media. Ironically, in 2013, Senate Democratic Leader Chuck Schumer, now the minority leader, made a speech basically saying that when someone is elected president, they should be able to choose their own cabinet and that cabinet should be confirmed expeditiously. He made this speech in support of then-President Obama's picks for cabinet as an encouragement to the Republicans in the Senate to not delay the approval of Obama's choices. The Republicans listened to Schumer, and Obama's choices were fairly quickly confirmed. Four years later... Schumer now brags that they, the Democrats, will do everything possible to block every single nomination as long as possible, even though, with a Republican-controlled Senate, actually stopping any nomination is extremely unlikely, if not impossible. So there you have it, fellow Americans. Kindergarten tactics have come to the United States Congress. The good news is you can do something about it. The bad news is you will have to wait until November 2018 to do it when you next vote. In the meantime, let Congress know that playing these games is not advancing the people's business. Stay in touch. We will be following up on this story. You can handle the truth, and we intend to bring it to you. I'm Barry Nussbaum.